0: Okay, let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station.
1: Woo! I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm
0: Jerome. And I'm Jonathan.
1: We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX theater.
2: And now we're doing the podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share, and uh, send it to all of your friends that you know on Facebook, and Twitters, and YouTubes, and that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yep. All right. They're all on the YouTube back in my day. You didn't Just have like that. and subscribe. Yes. Like. <laughs> follow us. Woo, <We laughs> it's going to be fun. Looking up stuff or are you?
1: No, I'm checking my email. Oh, okay. You're taking a while.
0: <laughs> I'm checking. I already started the recording, by the way.
1: <laughs>
0: so we caught that.
1: What? <laughs> I okay. have a life. <laughs>
0: Alright, so I guess we should Yeah, let's get started Um, Welcome back to our show We're in a new location right now But you can't tell that So I don't know why I said it Um, You always keep giving them The behind the scenes information I feel like they want to know Who
1: wants to know? (laughs) Who's so involved in that?
0: (laughs) Anyway, um, we just had the pleasure Of seeing Dora and the Lost City of Gold The new Dora movie that was just released Oh, Before we start though uh,
2: You know Cómo estás? To the Spanish uh, viewers who are want to know about uh, Dora the Explorer as well. I mean, I'm not the proper person to talk about this because I'm not the Hispanic person in the room, but Mexican you know, Mexican person in the, the room.
1: Hispanic implies uh Spaniard. I know. Yeah.
2: My bad. I wasn't sure if it was Hispanic or if it was Latino. Or just Mexican.
1: Latina. Latina. (laughs) That was... Okay, really? Yeah, I pointed that out. Let's get right into it. Yeah. (laughs) Quick criticism of the movie. I loved it. I thought it was adorable. But the thing that bothered me was they switched different Spanishes sometimes. And then eventually they just started using, like, male terms for female and female. I saw at the
0: beginning they were using, like... Prima and Primo, but Yeah, like, that's like
1: the proper... The yeah, kids then, were better.
0: <laughs> than, and then you pointed out at one point, like...
1: Yeah, because he...
0: Like, he's uh, basically calling her a boy. Um,
1: yeah, Miguel. Miguel. Yeah,
0: uh, Diego.
1: Them. Diego. Uh, kept doing that. He kept saying Primo, and I'm like, well, no, it's not your male cousin. But... <laughs> oh. So that was... My, and they kept, like, using... Ser- which uh, was actually understandable, because they don't, like... In the cartoon, Dora's, like, Mexican? So they're using Mexican Spanish, or Mexico Spanish. Um, But they did end up using Peruvian Spanish, too, or South American Spanish. And it was because, and I learned this, the actress who played dora yeah isabel mara she is peruvian Mm -hmm. oh so that's yeah
0: that's i appreciate that because they could have easily just said okay this is taking place in mexico you're you're gonna play a mexican person i was assuming they hired
2: her because originally uh michael bay was supposed to produce this movie and and isabella mona was in transformers 5 which she did a good job in that movie, actually. She's the one good piece of that film. Um, so I'm glad that, A, so you're getting more work. Um, she did a great job here as Dora. Uh, but B, um, that's really cool. That's an interesting fact. That I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, and she actually, I read in an article recently what I was saying, now I'm going to just hear her voice as Dora's voice. It's never going away. <laughs> uh, she would call her grandmother on set to, like, know certain words of indigenous people and stuff like that. And she was talking about how it was really connecting to her own culture so i noticed that mix up with the spanish from time to time and it kind of bothered me but i'm like oh, other people aren't really going to notice that mm-hmm. or they notice the formality or the you know formal stuff so it was I, like the little tidbits in the language i i
0: so i was going to say i i liked it um the <laughs> the i the thing i liked most about it was how meta it was in the fact that it was like calling back to the movie or to the TV show, um like the original. Like There's the first one section that is just like,
2: if you've seen the cartoon, you're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I quite <laughs> I love... won't spoil
2: it for you if you're going to see the movie, but it was very fun. I loved it. Well,
1: they're clicking on this. They should have seen the movie.
2: No, it's they're clicking on this to hear our thoughts about the film. That doesn't mean they watched <laughs> it's, it's the film. It's their own
1: damn fault. Um, <laughs> I love that Dora still does the. Can you say this? That, See, and her parents just look hella confused, and they're like, "Oh, she'll yeah. out of and
0: it. that okay. kind of factored into it. It's like yeah. she was this fish out of water. Like, oh, I'm Dora, I'm this, and when she goes to school, like, oh, hi, can you find the water fountain? She didn't really say that. However, like, my only thing, like, while
2: I thought they handled it very well, my only thing is also I felt like it was uh, a little bit low hanging fruit a bit in content because this is now. I want to say the third official like thing. This is like, you know, made by Nickelodeon this time, but this is like the third official like parody Dora or like rather like Dora in in, like a different setting that's been made because you had college humor made in like a more action-based Indiana Jones sketch parody of Dora and there's a cartoon like web series on YouTube of like Dora as an adult and it's more like adult oriented and like 18 plus whatever. But the idea, and those both of those play with the same ideas that this one does of like, wouldn't it be crazy if Dora was the same way from the cartoon but in real life? Mm-hmm. And so
0: I, lo- I still been, think they
2: did a good job, I've but s- I just like I I've seen about the that.
0: entire animated series, the Dora Grown Up Dora. Yeah, and it's if I recommend you watching it because it's pretty hilarious and she talks about like actual like grown up issues, but in the same way that she does on the TV show.
1: I don't think it was that low hanging of fruit. I think they use it. really really well and did it at the beginning where it was only at the beginning. And then when she got older, she actually had a GoPro. So she was actually now talking to the audience. So usually, I mean, when they're making the jokes about it, she's still just talking to a blankness, but now she's like grown out of it. And now she probably has followers. Mm-hmm. She's probably on YouTube. <laughs> and they kind of,
0: it, it, it was like, kind of, they kind of like added the parody aspect but like you were saying Alex it was done in a way that was like believable in a way yeah. because how they kind of factored in all those animals and the talking her talking friends and her driving and stuff like that was that it was just her as a kid like her imagination yeah the except for one part but I'll, I'll get to that
1: but also being, being mm-hmm. Mexican I mean we're superstitious people like I am and I'm not like I don't really believe in that stuff, but at the same time, I'm not going to mess with it. So if your kid's talking to stuff behind you, you may not believe something's there, but at the same time, you're not going to risk it. And you are going to look back slowly and be like, please don't let there be something there. (laughs) So it's that same, like going back with the cultural thing where it's like, yeah, it's kind of jokey, but at the same time, like I would probably do that with my kid, be like, please tell me there's nothing behind me. And you're just... Yeah, being a weird that's, child but that's not the
2: aspect in this movie
1: like in this movie they know, know the, for the, sure
2: the, she is just awkward and the weird
1: way, the way uh, michael <laughs> Pena is like turning backwards really fast he's like expecting something to be there <laughs> him i love he's a fantastic he's, guy, i guys. i
2: i didn't like him that much in this movie i thought uh and it's not so much him i think it's more just the writing because he has uh, i like michael Pena in a lot of stuff uh, but there's a couple jokes in here where i was like uh that's that's a little awkward
1: like and stuff.
2: what exactly? Like the rave scene that goes on that goes, for a bit too long. It's like, all right, you, the joke is okay. It's I, okay, I still going. It, but I heard all you. Right. I heard you being like, oh, come on. Yeah, exactly. Because at first it was funny. It's like, all right, I get it. It's kind of funny. And then they just keep going and keep going and keep going. And you're like, okay, you're gonna they cut at some point or yeah. you cut this
1: joke at some point. But that's a lot of his acting. I mean, like in Ant Man his rambles were just going and when, going and going. And yeah, they served like part of the scene, but there's also like a point where you're just like, D- why is nobody just shooting him? But in Ant-Man, he's I supposed thought.
2: to be the comedy relief to uh, Paul Rudd being a bit of the straight man. In this, Dora's supposed to be the weird, goofy character. Paul
1: Rudd is and then, you know, not a serious man. Maybe in not. Ant-Man, but in, in, Ant-Man, in Ant-Man. Ant-Man, it's more like show. he just
2: tells you, like, it's more like he's trying to be quippy and tell some jokes but he's not the comedy the major comedy aspect especially not in the scenes with Michael Pena in um, in Ant-Man Ant-Man is like Michael Pena is supposed to those are his
1: moments to shine over Paul Rudd who is the other comedic but this is also Dora made by Nickelodeon that doesn't need to be comic relief (laughs) nobody's actually dying in this film and like they fell through how many holes, and they're not bleeding at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know when Dora, when Dora that she, scene in she, the trailer where she's like jumps, yeah, in the fell. beginning when she jumps and then she just straight up falls like thirty feet,
1: and I'm like, what? You would be injured. You would have a leg bro The way she was laying, yeah, her was leg, leg, leg was broken. So like, there doesn't need to be a comedy relief. It's just them. Well, you don't feeding. need a comedy relief
2: if like if it's a if it's like if it's not a serious movie. It's supposed to be like a hawaii hearted film. You can still have a comedic presence. And I feel like Michael Pingen, like in some cases, landed it like that. Like when you have the scene where their are kids and Dora's like, Delicioso. And he's like, Delicioso. Like that was funny. And it was timed very well. But it's like, so that scene worked for me. But then it's like a couple minutes later. Dora was straight, straight up the,
0: Dora was straight up speaking to the camera and everybody in the room was like, wait what, but that's, what still are
1: you... true. that's like i, I, it. I, I <laughs> took it a completely different way no i love that aspect yeah. like and i love like you saw it as like a comedy way. and i like the rave scene because i thought it was like him being him because he probably had it go on longer than it should have because he's a weird dude i love him but he's kind of a weird dude mm-hmm. and like i think that really shows in all his acting because some of his things they draw on a little bit and you know he's no longer doing script. It's it's him mm-hmm. being like but showing himself in the film. Nonetheless, I
2: mean I still liked him in the movie. I think he yeah. did he did a fine job. It's just like because he's not in the movie very much. So what he's given to work with, he works with. One of the um, things that maybe he does well. Even Longoria did too, good too. Mm-hmm. Even though she's what? in the script even less than Michael Pena because she's. Dora's mom
1: mm-hmm.
0: she did agree. One of the things that maybe I would have changed was Diego's character, because I, I don't know if it was just, like, not believable or if I just had an issue with it. The fact that he was just so mean and standoffish to Dora in the beginning, <laughs> they were childhood... You free. would, too! They were... You would be too, but I th- don't he act come like from a you would. Of understanding, he, he he himself is part like he's part of the jungle. But here's the thing, okay? Dora at six
2: years old, okay? Dora is like whatever, because Diego is probably like that too. They play around, they say the together, you know, whatever. When you and then they grow up, and Diego grew up and he became a different person. He had Doris. his own show where he was they talking say to Jaguar. They say it to multiple times in this movie. You think They're he's like, just gonna grow up out of
0: it?
1: Yes, and he I don't does. Know. I was a weird as hell child, and I'm still weird as hell.
2: But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that in their family, Diego. Like is pretty much a lot like dora then grows up and becomes an an, you know goes into his teenage years dora they say it multiple times throughout the movie is basically the same as she was when she was six years old you would be annoyed as hell if you had if you had a cousin that was still basically the equivalent of walking around with a six-year-old
1: but in high school we we're trying to like not be embarrassed twenty four seven. The only thing <laughs> she lacks is like social skill, but she's actually very intelligent, uh, not like a six year old. And then she's very skillful and artful too. But you know how high school works. It doesn't care how smart you are. It's all about the socials. But, but Diego also, it's implied that he also had to go
0: through that. Like, well, it's not implied, but I would imply no, that he had I, to go would through that. that. Yeah, because yeah. he
1: would. I mean, I traded schools when I was that age I went from a public school to a private school and I had to adjust and you adjust fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Same, I was say, the same but
0: opposite from private to public. Yeah. And it was that was and then adjustment. I went from
1: private to public.
2: Mm-hmm. I just felt like, like well, granted, I still think some of the
0: wording he could have used
2: differently, but <laughs> I do, gr- I do see where he was coming. from. You agree as far with his approach? You yes. don't agree with the? I don't execution. agree with the, what he said because I was like, that's a little mean. But I was like, but I understand where you're coming from, brother. Because if that was, <laughs> if that was me, I'd be in the same position. I feel the same way. Be like, come on, man, can you just be cool for like two seconds?
1: Not even minutes. Seconds? I don't, no, no, no. I don't think so because we all. We respectfully have that friend where you're just like, oh my god, I love you, but you like, <laughs> I'm I'm going to give you sleeping pills. Because sure. <laughs> I can't handle you. Like, I've had friends like that from, like, high school where they're just, like, literally a ball of energy, and it's just like, I need you to take it down 20 knots. Now, some
2: things weren't entirely her fault. I think, uh, like, when, uh, she comes into school, and they check her bag and she has all this adventuring gear, and I'm like, I mean, she is a bit stilted. Like she's used to going to places with all that stuff in her backpack all the time.
1: I don't. I don't feel like y'all should be why mad. Her aunt or uncle did not check the backpack first. They didn't go like, or her or her abuela or anything like that didn't go like, oh, wh- what are you taking to school? Do you have like pens and pencils, like? The basic needs,
0: right? They know her. They know she's in you explorer. You act like those were characters. Those
1: were people that
2: were just supposed to fill up space because they I'm have no saying, lines for the is, entire why movie. Why did Diego do it? I if think she, it's because Diego cared, didn't care.
1: Well, he clearly sorry, it's a spit on Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly cared enough that he was constantly, you know, complaining during the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, he should have cared enough to be like, "Look, you need to," instead of trying to like fix her right outside the school, like with her hair and everything. By the way, he just took off her headband.
0: (laughs) He just straight up, like...
2: And then, like... I
1: mean, I feel like
2: he kind of helped her, though. Because, like, you know, it's like... Like, I you're, not, you're not six no more. You don't need these. I
1: not think that
0: headband was particularly, I think, like, I th- actually, anything you know, out like, of the head- ordinary. I'm going
2: to be honest. I haven't seen a
1: headband. When I was in high school, I never saw anyone ever wear a well, headband I haven't seen remember, one since. <laughs> I haven't been in high school for a bit now. Like, that, that's true. That stuff is that's coming true. back, like scrunchies and headbands mm-hmm. and, like, those... Anything ann- from the 90s, Yeah, basically. those annoying little clips. It's, like, a weird mix between the 80s and 90s and 70s. So much, like unnecessary color Mm -hmm. like everybody's wearing like as much color as i can i've seen some people wearing just like loads of colorful clothing and i'm like dear god (laughs) please stop this um so like I think the headband would have been fine and it worked with her outfit. It's not like she was suddenly wearing like, like the bright pink. That's one headband. thing Dora
2: didn't know how to do was match. I mean yeah. not when she was in the jungle because they had to put her in Dora outfit with the orange and the and the purple. But pink. It, or pink, right. Well it wasn't pink. Her shirt's
1: her shirt in the movie was pink. It looked fuchsia. Like a mix between purple and pink. Yeah.
2: Is there really a difference? <laughs> yes, it's my favorite color. Thank you. Yes, there is fuchsia? a difference.
0: Yes. I can't see fuchsia very well. Fuchsia is more of like a purple. Yeah. A deep really? purple. Really? Not, not, it, it always looks like deep pink to me. Mm. I, I actually, thought it was kind of like a, a just a deep pink. I just remember. Did you guys watch Little Bill? Remember the character fuchsia? It was Little Bill's friend. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> side note.
1: Uh, I have like trouble seeing certain colors. Blue. Because mm-hmm. I have really bad like stigmatism and light comes into my eyes really weirdly. So like blues are weird to me. So certain colors are like colors that are mixed like fuchsia mm-hmm. like are weird to me. So I think it's pink. <laughs> Fuchsia's pink to me. Either way.
2: Um that's enough. What do you guys think about the other characters? Because we've talked a lot
0: about Dora and Diego, the ones that they added for the movie. Yes. Um I think they were, they didn't overtake the movie because none of them were really like the central character Dora was the central character. And then Diego was like the supporting character, basically. And then they had the parents. Um, So I think they all added their own. Well,
2: then you have the two
0: kids who are also part of the group. Mm -hmm. And then you had, What uh,
1: what was the boy's name?
2: Um, Randy.
1: Randy. I thought they were going to give him a little more to do since he kept bringing up astrology over and over since that was like a big thing of, you know, their relationship. Mm -hmm. Him and Dora. I thought it was going to be more about like he was going to help solve something with astrology. That weird tidbit about him holding his breath for seven minutes. I, it like, came into play. I knew it was going like, to come back at some point, I, but I was like... Like, I knew. I was
2: like, did they just put that line in there? Because there's going to be a callback because it feels no, stupid. No, yeah, definitely. like a stupid they, like, scene if it doesn't. They,
1: like, did that, but I was like, there's got to be something else, right? Because I'm like, the astrology think of coming over and over. And I'm like, are you really just flat out just made that a huge part of his personality?
0: I thought him and Dora we're going to have a, a little bit of a thing.
1: I know,
0: because they, they yeah. kind of, it kind of like, at the well, beginning they were like, okay,
1: you're going so to of like,
2: I, thought been, I thought it was going to be one, uh, one side of thing if it was that. Mm-hmm. Where Randy, because I feel like Dora, the way they wrote K- Dora's character, she'd be too oblivious to even notice that, some, that well, someone liked they her. They <laughs> both
1: look like, Randy looks super uncomfortable, like he wouldn't know how to ask a girl out. And then she's just like, eh, hmm. She's
2: like, that being said, though, she did pick up on Diego and, and uh, Sarah's
1: Well, it's easier to pick, on somebody, uh, pick up on somebody else's attractiveness. Some
2: Which guys. I already saw that coming as soon as there was the first scene. All they do is argue with each other. I'm like, y'all are supposed to be together by the end of the movie. I get it. Whatever.
0: Her name is Sammy, by the way. Sammy.
1: Sammy. Um, what um, did I call her? Sarah.
0: No, Jerome called her Sarah. I called her I Sarah. Sarah. All
1: right, Sammy. Sammy. Um,
2: what about uh, Eugenio... I always forget how to pronounce his last name. Eugenio, Eugenio Derbez? Derbez, yeah. He played uh, Alejandro, mm-hmm. who's a, a, uh,
0: the other new character. Which I'm I've seen him of. in something before, but I'm not He's quite sure. He's been in a couple of things. A of He's been, uh, he was in Geostorm. He was in...
1: Uh, Who has seen Geostorm? I have. I,
0: I hated every second of it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just oh, he so was,
0: ridiculous. He was actually one. the uh, Spanish-Latin-American version uh, voice for Mishu and Mulan.
1: He was also an overboard when they remade it. Yeah, reunited.
0: that's the movie. Or Mushu movie. Sorry, he's, I said Mishu. Oh. was like um
1: That's a terrible movie. And he was, the,
0: he was the Spanish Latin American uh voice for Donkey and Shrek too.
1: Yeah, he's moved past Shrek. that.
0: Now he actually is like acting and stuff.
1: <laughs> well, he's actually okay, he's actually acted in a lot of stuff. It's just been spanish stuff and
0: he's done That's a lot of voiceover stuff too like,
1: i've seen him in um how to be a latin lover and i've seen him yeah instructions he not,
2: doesn't how to be a latin and
1: instructions lover. not included too it is a fun film he's in where he gets a baby dropped off on his doorstep and uh, it's his daughter and he raises it and then pretty much lies about where the mom went and then like she comes back and it's of course they, nobody just goes to court and disputes stuff anymore. People really just take children and leave, which is kidnapping all around. <laughs> a lot of the movies uh, that I've seen with, like, parents battling is actually, like, legal kidnapping. If you have not been around for the seven years of your child, you have given up custody of the child. She's a dead P parent, and then she just tries to take her back, and it's like, no, no, no. It doesn't work. You can literally call the cops on her, but, like whatever I guess this plot,
2: but, um, plot story but what did you think of his character in Dora the Explorer or Dora the Lost City of Gold
1: <laughs> I think it's called Dora the Explorer Lost City of Gold I don't know it's just Dora no it's Dora and the Lost City of Gold yeah, it's yeah just Dora right. and the Lost City. Um, it was very much a type of his
0: character mm-hmm. he played it very well yeah Um, some of the some of the like comedic Scenes he did very well, and then some were a little bit on the like cringier side, but I won't blame him for it. It was mostly some of the slapstick stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, All right, like when he did the Macarena, I was kind of like, Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a little nobody really laughed. And also,
2: it's weird because it's not on rhythm with the Macarena because he's not even singing like the Macarena, he's just doing the Macarena and singing a completely different song with a completely different rhythm. So it's very Weird. Mm -hmm.
1: I wonder if kids know what the macarena is anymore. Well, probably. At least as like a meme thing. Really though, I mean, I watched a video where a kid didn't know how to hang up, like. A phone, a landline phone. They thought they had to press something still. That's because that's technology. (laughs) That's a dance cultural thing. There was people who were like, oh, Missy Elliott. You got
2: people who still know what the soldier boy is. or
0: I'm sure they know what the Macarena is. Yeah,
1: but people didn't know who Missy Elliott was.
0: Oh, that's true. Like the Super Bowl thing. Like, oh, there's a new artist.
1: (laughs) Some people, was it John Lennon? No. Oh, who was it? They like did a song some people don't know who billy ray cyrus is either
0: oh
2: yeah Yeah, that's fair he's not he's not the important one anymore he was back in the the 80s was he though well yeah he had two hits it back then that's the second one or actually no, one hit, you're
1: right. <laughs> but he, Okay, again he was like in T V shows and stuff and then he did the mm-hmm. show with Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, and then again people forgot about him. They keep like dropping him and then he, he comes he, up and keeps in resurging. The, like, and then he's again a new artist. Um, so.
0: But uh, what did you guys think of the sets in the movie? Because I really liked the aqueduct scene. I really thought that I thought that set was was pretty cool, especially okay. when they were sliding down like the water slide and everything.
2: There were a couple of green screen one, uh, green screen scenes where I was like, ah, that's <laughs> a little rough. Um, but I mean, uh, there like, there some of the sets for um, the puzzles and stuff. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I like the stone statues. I like the uh, the decoration. It's not bad.
1: I thought I like I love that they actually went to Peru, which was really nice because that's where the Incas are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a little more uh, north of, in South America, but they actually went to where Incas actually are. And they did not And what was really nice for me, at least as a person of that culture, um, they didn't mix up the Mayan and the Aztec with the Incans because mm-hmm. a lot of people do that. They'll bring up something and they'll call it Aztec, and it's just like, no, 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 no. Three very, very different, like, cultures, and three very different lifestyles and stuff. And so they kept things inking, and I was, like, really impressed by that. Yeah, and it seems
0: like they were going for that very, like, culturally... Yeah. It seems like they did their research, they wanted to yeah. be very culturally accurate yeah as much as you can from a movie with a talking fox i
2: think that's the most impressive thing of this movie by far is the fact that they um they really did put the effort into this movie like a lot yeah. more effort than i anticipated when they announced they were going to be making this film like not only like it's it's still you know very much a kid film so take do you know take with that information what you will but they still do have some pretty decent sets the acting is not like even though there's like a few hokey moments it's mostly just at the sake of trying to be funny but it's nothing that's like cringeworthy really it's just moments that are like uh more the actors Yeah the actor. and even then there's still these sweet moments between a lot of the characters and stuff. And I, I didn't find myself hating anybody.
1: No, and I, I, again, I just go back to the cultural aspect that they even used Spanglish in the movie where she was doing random words in, Spang- in Spanish and there was no trying to explain, until you had, um, Sammy and Randy there mm-hmm. that, like, what does this word mean? And it was just, like, a nice thing to see was, like, oh, they're speaking Spanglish. I know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially since Dora is probably... The first, if not one of the first shows to introduce Spanish to kid to like American kids.
1: I think it is like the first. Yeah. I think it's the first no one that is
0: like aimed at kids specifically. So I think there's like shows for Spanish, but
2: like that use Spanish, but it's like it's mostly just for adults. And like Dora was the first thing that was like, okay, we're gonna. I don't even see game.
1: shows like that, really. I mean, was Carmen San Diego like for teaching kids Spanish? No, or they or were, was they were. It was no, it was locations. Oh that, oh, was, my geography. Location. that was geography. Yeah, I'm thinking of something. I think I'm thinking, I well, think I'm thinking of the game. Was it like Mexican or Spanish or?
2: Her name is Carmen San Diego. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it <What>? was automatically... <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: that'd be like if there's a show about a dude named Tyrone Jones and it was some white dude
0: well, isn't, isn't Gina- in China. Isn't Gina Rodriguez playing Carmen San Diego on the Netflix show? I think so. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was actually nice to see. No, uh, I have a volunteer named Monique and she's white. So
2: like, I, I, nowadays it's really not. And there are people named Jerome who are white. That doesn't mean it's normal. And there are black people named Bob. <laughs> His name is actually Robert. People call him Bob. Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't do it to uh, upset Jonathan. Uh, Robert Washington, he, the third. <laughs> he just gets mad when I say, like, we were called Bob. Like it, a, was, it was the character in The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. And that was like, when you first started watching the show, that was your only problem with it. And I was like, really? And you're like, yeah, I love the show, except for him being named Bob. And I'm like, I've never actually met a person named Bob, but off topic. Oh,
2: um, oh but I guess I can, uh, guess, you know, we talked about a lot about what we like. Uh, I want to talk about one thing I didn't like, and not so much the character, just the the person. Um, or I'd rather, his inclusion in the script is Swiper. <laughs> Why? Because like, I love that they tried, but it's it's one of those things where it was just inconsistent because the first time you see him, it's implied that like, okay, Dora's adventures when she was a kid are in her mind. They're just playing and you see Swiper there. And so it's like, okay, Swiper is just an imaginary character. Then like, he's gone. You don't even get an acknowledgement. Cause at least with Diego, it's like he has the Jaguar and then he has a plush Jaguar. So it's implied, oh, the Jaguar is fake swipers there's no plush swiper oh, yeah. he's just not there then they later in the movie just introduce swiper
1: like he's just a normal person in like in real life well, maybe <laughs> her parents didn't believe her about that because they're like the, you boots can't understand you boots can't talk right and so like and then like, boots ends
0: up talking yeah
1: maybe it was actually um her that put the mask on the fox and then he just never took it off well he clearly can speak english and
2: stuff and communicate Oh
0: man what? he says the, he says, oh, yeah, yeah, the classic also. Line.
2: I didn't like that he was so Cholo. <laughs> like, oh, Ming. Like, it's just like, okay.
1: That was not Cholo at all. And I is don't think it? You know, no. It's not. I do not think you know what Cholo even, is. Educate me then, Alex. Oh, man. is not anywhere near Cholo. Maybe not him. I'm talking about just his personality. His
2: personality
1: was not close to it. What did
2: you think about Swiper?
1: I thought he was cute and adorable. And I think it was, that was definitely more for the kids. Because they want to be like swiper, no swiping. Also, he's
2: not in the movie as much as I would like him to be.
1: Because yeah, he he's was not- very
0: background. He
2: was he was a little background.
1: Because he was one of the bad guys, you don't see the bad guys very much. But he's
2: the bad guy of Dora. That's like he's the main villain yeah, but the of that entire is. show.
0: I think it would—if
1: not it the only villain—it
0: would have been a little bit of a stretch to make him the entire.
1: Yeah, like everybody's following a fox.
0: He kind of played like a henchman in this.
2: Not following a fox. I'm just saying, like having him also—that was weird too. Why
1: is he a henchman? why is boots helping dora because he's her pet <laughs> he belongs he's, to her no he's a less. wild animal or at least belongs to the family he does not he is a wild animal and they keep telling her that they, he does shouldn't wear clothes he's a wild animal they tell him and that she they should
2: that. they tell her that she, she he shouldn't wear clothes because he's an animal
1: they don't say he's not but our pet he's they, a wild of, animal. they keep
2: feeding him and taking care of him he's clearly their pet they take him everywhere. No, they, they even brought him, him to the dinner? jungle with Maybe them. Maybe they, they let they him do picture.
0: what he wants to do. Like as a monkey, they let him live. But then they also have him over like as a friend.
2: Like that is, that's possible. But at the, <laughs> I just, like, cause they do live too. in the jungle. Cause he lived there and he just comes around and they're just like, Oh, it's boots. They even name him. He's their pet at this point, basically.
1: Dora names him. And I think when your child names something, you kind of go with it. Yeah, if a a little kid names something, that's that's its name.
2: You did not grow him up in my household. I don't care if we had named every single animal that came in our backyard. We weren't keeping nothing and on top of that we were nothing. definitely weren't feeding him or treating him like he was part of the family well, he was gonna have to leave
1: different like i used to feed animals outside my, my house all the time when i was growing up my mom up. was not I having would, no animals in i the would house. feed bunnies <laughs> i would feed squirrels and i would name them and then my mom was like oh how are they today and i'm like oh we had cheese together and then he scurried off that was a thing. I fed squirrels <laughs> cheese a lot. <laughs> or I would hang out with bunnies. And then the bunny brought his baby bunny to me one day. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're a female.
2: The <laughs> only thing we were allowed to Actually, have was goldfish. And that was it. You Everything else was belonged outside. No, you can't name him because you ain't keeping him. Send him back out there. <laughs> See,
1: but the thing is, this is another thing. I had a realization through the whole freaking movie. Uh, I am too much like Dora, and it was very disturbing. There were too many things like her with the with the with the monkey and naming him. I was the same way with other animals, like with the rabbit. I named him Carl. Carl. I found out it was a Carla. <laughs> and, um, you yeah, know, it's fine being a Carl. And I mean, then, his nickname could be Carl. Her nickname could be Carl. Well, named I, called, Carla, I, kept, Carla. I, call, I kept calling them Carl. And then when they brought me the baby bunny, I'm like, okay, you're Carla now. I never brought it into the house, but I would give it food. It came back. It would bring me stuff. Like, it was a mutual trade-off. I wasn't bringing it into my home. I was doing exactly like Dora was doing. Making a friend with a bunny, make a friend with a monkey. And it lived its life, and I lived mine, and then we would just come together and hang out sometimes. Same with, like, squirrels and other things. Mm. Why my mother let me hang out with rodents, I'm not sure, but I don't think she kind of could control me. Hey, my
0: mom did, too. I had a guinea pig.
1: That, that, you, that's actually a Peruvian animal. Guinea pigs. Ah, uh, yeah, that's... Hey. So, uh, But also another thing. Yeah, I said about... So I have this habit um, of singing my thoughts and I didn't know this until Jonathan pointed it out. And then when Sammy was like, who says it? No, it was Alejandro. Who's like, no more singing, no more singing whatsoever. And I'm like, Oh my God, I've been telling I, lo- that's when I lost my mind and I was just laughing so hard. Cause I was like, I tell myself in the memory, I'm like, you can't sing anymore. <laughs> Don't sing your thoughts. It's, I definitely sing to my food. Yeah, so and in the closet thing like, as well. Uh, yeah, I, when I really, There's actually, one point when
0: Dora hides in the closet. Yeah.
1: I did. Actually, I still do that sometimes. If I'm too, too stressed out, I'll just go hang out in the closet. Like, shut the door and be like, I'm going to just chill in here until the world calms down <laughs> or I calm down, whichever happens first.
0: As long as you have a big enough closet.
1: No, I used to go in tiny ones in too. tiny ones? Yeah. You don't find room. Yeah. I mean, at the time I was small. There was actually one time I still had homework to do, and I actually just moved a little, like, table that was square enough into the closet instead of a chair. And, like, my mom comes and flings my closet open, and I'm just sitting there <laughs> Like, it's completely normal for me to be in there. I guess I,
0: like, as a kid, so I, there, I had this... That was me as an adult. This I think I was, like, 20. <laughs> my poor mother. I had this little box full of McDonald's toys that I would, like, collect. Um, and then it would be... I had this little, like alcove, like you know, this little square closet. And then I would just like play with the toys in there. But I didn't realize I was in there. But then like
1: You know they a... were having an adventure. You were
0: in Yeah there. exactly. Like, my 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 uh, Rugrats Tommy toy and my whatever other toys that I had I
1: would have so many of those McDonald's toys and then I never knew where they went afterwards. They were just gone. But another thing that reminded me um with Dory was that I used to actually wear a headband when I was um six and five because I wouldn't let my mother brush my hair so the only way to get my hair out of my face was a headband and it had to be one of the thick ones too because like? yeah one of the ones you only see like on Easter or something I had to wear those all year round because my hair was so thick and like I looked like Cousin husband <laughs> and my teacher Snip was dive. yeah my teacher was like you know she either cut her hair or do something about it so they, my mom just stuck a headband on me she was like there now you can see but then we also found out um the reason i actually couldn't see was because i was pretty blind without my glasses hmm. so we learned i needed my hair on my eyes and i needed glasses because then i just couldn't see anything yeah no wonder i was like walking and stuff all the time
2: <laughs> i mostly just feel like uh i don't know i felt like swiper was just weird Um, As far as, like, his inclusion in the film. Because at least for uh, the most part, Boots is played off as, like, he's a normal monkey. He just looks weird. Swiper
1: is, like, a full-person anthropomorphic fox man. Swiper's (laughs) supposed to be that comedy relief you were talking about. That's Swiper entirely. That's why he pops up randomly and is just, like, in these serious moments, all of a sudden he's, like, making some weird joke. And it's just, like... You have no reason to be there they want to
0: include him for the fans you know like for people like us yeah. who who clearly are not children but we want to watch the movie and yeah, reminisce about it. Swiper um, but Just, they don't want to exclude him completely like yeah. like, they're, like a lot of fans might be mad at the new Mulan coming up it doesn't have Mushu um, I think that's good
1: we'll get to that yeah, later on another There's podcast gospel
2: dragon don't need to be
0: in China <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you were gonna say.
2: (laughs) That's his intro, you remember that? He introduces himself by basically being like, it's me, the dragon coming at you, just with like the organ playing. Why do you gotta go gospel? It is gospel, because that's what he references. He says he talks like a preacher. I thought he was just I know. Dramatic. Like, I, listen, you're going to correct me about the cholo thing. That's, that's your culture. I'm telling you right now,
1: he's a parody in gospel, black gospel churches. I know because I've been to plenty. <laughs> Cholo thinks my culture. Great. So you get gospel. I get cholos. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, girl.
0: Switching it's gears a little bit. I wanted, of my culture. <laughs> I wanted to look at the what, what the critics are saying about this movie. I hate looking at critical reviews before I watch a movie because then it just taints the whole thing um, in my book. But on Rotten Tomatoes, Certified Fresh at 80%.
2: Yeah, it's a good movie.
0: And then movie. the audience score is 89%. And the critical consensus is, led by a winning performance from Isabella Moner, Dora and the Lost City of Gold is a family-friendly adventure that retains its source material's youthful spirit.
1: I like... I I agree with that. Yeah, I think it's very sweet, very cute film, family-friendly, and... It's not hiding a bunch of dirty jokes either. Like a lot of like Disney. There are a lot of fart
2: jokes though. Like way, a lot more than Again, it's a
1: kids movie. I know, but it's just- Oh yeah, the poop
2: poop
0: scene. Oh my God. Good God, it's
1: like, you you guys, like one or two is fine. No, you have no idea how many books about poop we have in my gift shop, (laughs) or how many toys we have that make (laughs) that kind of sound. Kids love that right now. Oh, yeah. I remember the Captain Underpants days. Oh, yeah. And we had a poop emoji balloon. That was our most popular. We sell out of that so quickly. It's just the fact of, like, again, low hanging fruit, where
2: I'm like, all right, we're doing this. You also have to remember, it is
1: for, like, kids who just love the
2: low-hanging jokes. I know. And that's that's why I'm, like, not being, like, I'm not as, like, even though it doesn't come off that, I'm not being as harsh on this movie as far as review goes as Um, I think. Because it still is, like... It's for kids. So you have to take it uh, almost every with thing with a grain of salt a bit of like, it's meant for people that are younger than an adult. You can't, so it's
0: not going to be high art. They made it well whatever. for the audience. Intended exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. They actually Absolutely. made it for the audience they intended. Mm-hmm. But they don't
2: talk down to kids either. Like, it's because yeah. um, when it comes to the emotional stuff, they let the emotions really do speak. For and themselves. there's a complete
0: storyline, too.
1: Yeah. And it allows Dora to. To grow too, mm-hmm. but doesn't take away from the fact that she wants to still be an explorer. So it, I like that they brought it. They brought her back to the jungle. Mm-hmm. So she's actually, because a lot of times they'll take the character out and they're forced to grow in the new environment. And it's like oh, only in a new environment. Like when you put a flower yeah. in a new pot. I'm glad it wasn't a whole like, high school drama. Yeah, you allow, she's allowed to come back and she was able to grow in what she feels comfortable in and allow everybody to say, like, hey, I can be explorer, but I get it that I need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I would love to talk about is Danny Trejo. Yes. I, like, absolutely love him. Which I
0: forgot until I saw the end credits. I'm like, yeah, that's right.
1: He, like, poked you really hard when he <laughs> gave a speech. What are you talking? <laughs> you forget.
0: I like, I like him as the voice of
2: Boots, and I wasn't sure how it was going to play out, um, him doing monkey sounds and stuff, but he's actually great. It reminds me of uh, when they were like, we're casting Vin Diesel as Brute. And I was like, that's weird. But yeah. then he he made it his own. He really worked with the little bit it's, of stuff he was allowed to do.
1: Big, scary looking guys that are like so freaking funny. And it's just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. He actually owns a donut shop, and I love it. Mm -hmm. Wait, Danny Trejo or Mindy? Danny Trejo. Okay. And uh, he
0: saved that kid from the... Or he saved that family or something from the car a couple days ago. Yeah,
1: there was a car accident in LA, and a car flipped over. He saved, like, a 10-year-old boy or something. He, like, ran... Into it before the car like actually exploded. I think,
0: and I like how he was wearing the logo for his um, for his donuts. donut yeah. I'm like that is good.
1: That is some good like, marketing you promotion. <laughs> you had it ready. I loved it. He has had such an amazing career, and and he's a, he's an amazing life. Like, have you looked oh, yeah. up about any what
2: that man's like been through and stuff? Like going going to jail, the stuff he used to do when he was younger, and then becoming an actor and turn his life yeah. around. Like, he's an amazing guy.
1: And he. I remember reading an article where he's like he will only play a villain in a film if the villain gets what's coming to him because he wants to show his kids that the bad guy always has to pay. I was like, that's actually really nice. Like, a lot of people... Because he plays a villain a lot. But he he does, often dies a lot. But he'll die he or he'll go to jail or he'll get caught or something. So it's like, oh, that's actually really nice. He wants his kids to know that, like, Crime doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure this
2: is, was a great project. In fact, if anything, I feel like this is a great project for a lot of the cast here, because this is uh, a lot of uh, people of uh, either Hispanic or Latino descent in this cast, and uh, they all do an amazing job. What
1: Latino. What are just Latino. Is just Latino? None, none of them are Hispanic.
2: Mm. What I was going to say I was, wasn't sure, so I wanted to cover yeah. my
0: bases. <laughs> what I was going to say was, shout out to Danny Trejo. Um, Although, fair warning, if you are going to watch this movie and you are, like, a diehard Danny Trejo fan, don't expect him to have a lot of lines in this movie.
1: That's true. I am a diehard Danny Trejo fan, and I don't know. There's still something about seeing Boots and knowing he's making Mm the noise. I was like, I love (laughs) this.
0: Benicio Del Toro, he he has... He plays Swiper. He He also
2: is not in this movie a lot either. He has a little more than Boots. (laughs) Little
1: more than Boots. Leave Swiper alone. We get it. You don't like. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, I'm
2: just saying. If you're a huge (laughs) Benicio del Toro fan, he also does not get a lot to do in this film. Honest to
1: God, sounds like Cheech and Chong. He did. Like when that scene
0: when they get locked behind the door, and you can just hear their voices. Well, you can just hear his voice throughout the whole movie. But and and that's when you pointed out, like, is that Cheech? I'm like, oh, maybe it is. But I, I didn't remember hearing anything about them
1: casting. Yeah, I knew it yeah. was Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, it's all like, right, it's cool. Which <laughs> I could see Chong, um doing either of that. Mm-hmm. So,
0: um,
1: but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I like. Well, Danny Trey has actually been in a lot of like kids films, like Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah, and it oh was my like, gosh. I think this is the first books.
2: movie I ever saw him, and before I started watching like adult stuff, like Desperado and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Stuff like
1: that. I think when I saw that, I didn't know who Danny Trejo was. And then I watched other stuff and I'm like, oh, I really like this actor. And somebody pointed that out. I'm like, no, that's not true. And then I rewatched Spy Kids because I wanted to see it. And I'm like, oh my God, you look <laughs> younger. And two, like, you look so nice compared to like all the other movies I've ever seen you in.
2: Um, last, uh, like, I, uh, so, was, like, first of all, uh, before we end it, I wanted to get uh, A, get scores. And then after that, uh, like, do you think, do now that we know that the movie is pretty decent, do you think it'll get a sequel? So first, scores out of five.
0: Uh, we'll start oh, with yes. you, John. Didn't last time, last time, didn't we do the A minus, A plus? Oh, right. We did grades. That's right. Never so we mind. do grades this yes, time? Yes, no, let's do grades this time. I know it's been a while since our last, like, review on something, so. Um, hmm. i give it a solid B plus. Why? <laughs> Just short yeah. because because it's made for the audience. If I was a kid and watched this, it'd be like in my mind, and I'd want to get it on DVD and watch it forever and ever. And it'd be one of those movies that I'd grow up and say, "Hey, remember when we had this movie?" and "Remember this movie?" um So I think it does the job, but it's also fun. Like we had a good time watching it too. So I think it's universal, and I think it did its job and. Aside from the corniness and stuff, some of the corniness, um, I think overall it was it was fun.
1: I gave it like an A, a solid A, because I think for me, it really does go back to the cultural things. And they actually use uh, uh, Latin actors, people with that background. And, yeah, they were of mix because it was, like, Mexican and then Peruvian and other stuff, but they were of the area, which was really nice. And I did like that for Dora, they used somebody who was Peruvian when they were shooting in Peru because it kind of probably made her even go more in touch with her own culture. And that is something. And I do love that they focused closely to the Incas and it was actually more accurate. I think they could have done better on some of the set designs when they were going to the City of Gold. Um
0: some of them did look like they were just like in a studio.
1: Yeah, like when they were at the actual door that stones on the floor like
2: that's what I meant by some of them looking yeah, like a little rough. Like
1: no, like it's the, like, All the right, in- this looks a little cheap. <laughs> the Incas were very intelligent culture or civilization and they would have definitely made it more complicated than moonlight on the floor. So, but I just love it all. I think it's adorable, and I I enjoyed every second of it. I didn't really have that many complaints. So, Uh,
2: I'll give it a. I also give it a B plus. I think it's a great adaptation of Dora the Explorer. I think uh, especially trying to update it where she's in high school. Um, They take the source material very seriously, but at the same time, have fun with it and uh, even add a few new characters who also have fun as well and add the elements of the show really well um, into the story, um, even despite my complaints about Swiper. Um, and uh, overall, also, the all the actors do a great job with every scene they're in, and uh, I would love to uh, uh,
0: see more of them do more stuff outside of this um, going forward. I think they would do a sequel. Well, we don't know how much money it made this weekend. That's yeah. true. But
2: but
1: um, even low budget. Or even I mean, it's
2: Nickelodeon movies, so it's like they own the property, and I'm sure they can make a sequel even. Yeah, I don't think two. it took too much money to make.
1: I don't know either. So
2: I think it could be an easy yeah. cash thing. Um, And almost none of the, I don't think any of the cast died. Like, even the villains. So yeah, they nobody, can easily bring back all of the It's not cast. a Disney <laughs> film.
1: Disney kills everybody. Yeah, they... Um i will say i related too hard to dora like i was just having a fit with that i was like oh my god i should not relate too much so much to like dora the explorer that's like something else (laughs) um
2: but you know it's like it feels kind of like an indiana jones thing but for kids with but you can do it with dora
1: even Dora did say it was like indiana jones mixed with um tomb raider but for kids yeah, so I could the, see
2: more yeah.
0: Dora movies where he's discovering more stuff, yeah. and exploring more stuff. Okay, so um, it's fourth currently at the box office, and this weekend it made 17 million. They said that's solid, but it's not a domestic number that screams the beginning of a franchise. Well, how much did they make the movie for? Does it say that? Let's see. Does
1: Nickelodeon have any current franchises? SpongeBob, spongebob yeah
0: because they they We're have made multiple spongebob TV movies stuff and then they're too. rebooting rugrats and they're making movies with rugrats so
1: yeah but with spongebob i mean the last two ones didn't do that well and they're now making a new spongebob so oh are they making yeah, another SpongeBob there's, make, movie? There's, there's another spongebob is it gonna, is gonna be because in, in,
0: in the first two it's it's been like they go into the land
1: I've actually only like seen game? the first one. I'm probably
0: same. I heard the second
2: one was good though. And the first one mostly takes place in the ocean, though. They go right. into the land like near the end of the movie, and then are swiftly back in the ocean <laughs> Cause before the end of it. It was made for forty nine million dollars. Oh, okay, so it's not doing well. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, I'm sure that's mostly because it's a kids' film, so it really relies on it's parents also, and kids to go see. Like
1: it. I understand, it's also like it's. Uh, bigger to the latin community than it is going to be to like you know people of other races or other cultures Mm. because i would like i was like oh we're saying maybe, but they're at the same time i'm like oh it's dora Mm. i'm like it's gonna be fun to hear the little spanish words because i know them Mm. and stuff like that so and i was actually hoping they'd speak spanglish because a lot of like people do even people who don't speak any type of spanish like i grew up speaking that it was very hard when i got to a more a school in the suburbs that was more predominantly white um, to stop calling certain words in Spanish, and but then I didn't know the English version of them because that's how I grew up. And I'm like Dora probably does the same thing can you say also? Like, do you, I wonder if she actually knows the English word for it, though. She probably still <laughs> says mean, it. I mean, she probably does. She's she very smart. I,
2: know, I thought that was a cool angle to play is that she's probably, only socially awkward. She's, but she's very, but she's very, very bright. Into, like, yeah, she I think that was good
1: because her parents are professors, so mm-hmm. her school, homeschooling probably was very advanced. Mm-hmm. They I, probably had to make her more advanced to survive in the jungle since she kept running off. Yeah. Well, because
2: I was assuming it was going to be a thing where it's like, not only is she socially inept, inna- but she knows Knows nothing about the outside world because she's only been in the jungles.
1: Like, no, she, she knows stuff. Think, she's smart. She yeah, can succeed she just puts in She more in a mechanical way. And I I also, horribly another relation to her, uh, I used to actually do that too. And like, oh, I even still do that now. Instead of asking for a hug from my sister, I'll say I need physical affection. And one time I was, I asked her girlfriend, I'm like, oh, do you want some physical affection? And my sister's just like, it's a, called a hug, Alex. And I'm like, yes, would you like a hug? And yes, like my brain didn't that. like, and she's like, and then I did give a hug and it was kind of weird for me. And she was like, oh my God, Alex is hugging me. And I'm like, don't make it weird. I get it, I get it's not like a normal thing for me to like offer that I don't even say the words. But like, I kind of got with her when she was like, oh, it advances mating. And he's like, don't call it mating. Like, that's not yeah, a word I, he used for. That me. made me
2: laugh, though, where I was like, uh, no, no, don't don't call it that.
1: <laughs> the horrible thing is, I think I've weird. actually referred to something like that to one of my friends. Like, I yeah. tell me act. And she's like, we're not animals, Alex. I'm like, well, technically humans are mammals. And then she got mad at me. And then I get good and see her point. <laughs>
0: All in all, I think this is gonna it's gonna be a good movie for for kids. If you
1: got kids,
2: go see mm -hmm. it. If you don't have kids but you like Dora the Explorer,
0: also go see it. You will have a good time. I think it's gonna inspire some Because I remember growing up as a kid watching Dora and I would always do the yum 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 delicioso. Like I would That's the other thing. (laughs) While we while we're still recording, that's the other thing. They do explain the backpack and the mat
2: also very well. And they use those characters pretty decently like they're, they're not in it much but where they're there you're like all right mm-hmm. this is backpack and map cool <laughs>
1: like, yeah. yeah that's a good point um yeah i think just go see the movie and just have fun and again i said it doesn't have a lot of adult jokes in, it, and i like that like it's not where all of a sudden you're like oh my god why would they like try to put that in there i like nickelodeon's movies they're just very chill and it's very much like listen, watching Jimmy
2: Neutron's still one of my favorite films to watch Mm -hmm. I love
1: it. My mom, so my mom said something uh, from the Fairly Odd Parents, where there's a special where Timmy jumps, Timmy Turner jumps through uh, channels. Yes, I remember that. I love that. That was my
2: favorite Fairly Odd Parents movie.
1: Yeah, and my mom loves it too. And she channel chasers. Yes, and she's like the scene where. Timmy is in the Peanuts world mm-hmm. and he's like, wah, wah, wah. And he's like, do we really have to get the cops involved? And then the sirens are outside. My mom will still do that scene. I'm like, I bet you can't tell me where it's from. She's like, oh, I know. She's like, it was a cartoon character who th- jumped through to different channels and different styles. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, but which cartoon? And she's like, fairly hot parents. I'm like, oh my God, how do you uh, still remember? But I actually watch it on YouTube. So.
0: <laughs> I similar, Similarly like my, so um, when I, I used to watch Jimmy Neutron, the mom, you know how she had the hairstyle that was like, that Judy. My mom used to have a similar hairstyle to that where it flipped. So I always used to, every time Jimmy Neutron was on, I'd be like, hey mom, look, it's you. No, my favorite Nickelodeon movie, well, uh, hopefully
2: it'll be my favorite Nickelodeon movies. I'm looking forward to the next project, which is their Invader Zim movie coming out on Netflix. Mm, I never got super into that. Me neither. Yeah, that I love so me stupid. some Invader Zim, and it was a, a show that I'm surprised Nickelodeon even approved. Yeah, it was dark our first it was. semester.
1: Oh, semester. Wow. It was only for a season though, like two seasons. Yeah, it wasn't on for long because it was dark. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. a dark show. Uh, I
2: don't
0: know. I, I'm excited I for the Rugrats reboot just to see what they do with it because Rugrats used to be my favorite show.
1: I wonder if they're going to stick still to Rugrats or they're going to do like when they had all grown up and they're going to have Timmy, Timmy Tommy as the parent now.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Well, I'll tell you what mm. I am excited about is like after seeing this, I am now more excited for more Nickelodeon movie projects. Yes, mm-hmm. I
1: forgot how good Nickelodeon does movies. Yeah. Well, they, they don't do always
2: they don't always land. Oh But, they, my God. but this one they nails. Mm-hmm. This one
1: they it. I don't know. I've always liked Nickelodeon films. I've never, I've never had a Nickelodeon film that I didn't really enjoy that much. Like they were always just fun films. Mine
2: was the hit. Hey, my
0: um, hi, I'm Dave. The Eddie Murphy movie where he's got like a bunch of people inside. Oh yeah, isn't that like universally like known as like one of the worst movies ever? But it's I probably
2: mean, still I, fun I, though. Well, it's Eddie Murphy. Eddie hey, Murphy has been funny. What do you mean? Coming I mean. to America? Switching places? You know what I mean? Switching places was not
1: Switching places was great. Switching Love places was a kind of a stupid concept. Um, Coming, Coming to America, America was, sure. was, was, was decent. i making a second one. Beverly Hills Cop? No. One and two. Well, was he in two? He's a bad really crap, no, he's now. Um That is a funny movie for its era. It is not funny past that era. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway.
0: <laughs> um, I think that's, that's yeah, all I I on Dora. Yeah.
1: So. I think we went a little off topic <laughs> Dora there.
0: Um Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you can check out the Dora movie. Where can we find all you lovely people at?
1: You can find me at not Jerome Rhett on Instagram. You can find me at Jonathan Keys. And I'm at Living My Life on Instagram. So. Yes, you can follow us at Behind the Usher Station on Instagram. You can
0: find us at Usher Station Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook. And we have an email, behind the Usher Station at gmail.com. Anyway, peace out.
2: Go watch Dora. Bye. 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 <laughs>